At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's our number three of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got a great hour on tap for you as we're going to be taking a look at a lot of MLB previews for Sunday as the card for Saturday, it is starting to come to an end. We've got one game going on. That'd be the Ubreds and the Dodgers and the Dodgers. Boy, they have opened this one up. It is now 4-0 to zero after the game was 0-0 zero to zero going into the bottom of the sixth inning. So anyone anyone that wanted to take in the Dodgers on the first five and then wound up seeing them score four runs in the sixth inning, probably a little bit sick with themselves. But that said, Reds, they are going to need a lot of runs to be able to get back into this one. But we're going to be taking a look at a lot of what we're going to be getting on Sunday and Right around 15 or so minutes from now, John Von Tobel, he is our ace over here at Visa when it comes to the NBA. We're going to be taking a look at what we're going to be getting on Sunday in the postseason with him, recapping a little bit of what we wound up getting on Saturday and whether or not if Scotty Barnes winds up being out for the Toronto Raptors, what that's going to mean for them as well, because that's something big that we wound up seeing from Saturday's action as well. But let's take a look at what we're going to be getting with regards to the card for Sunday out there in the MLB. We're going to be starting with a game that myself and Jason Weingarten last hour were talking about. This will be the Oakland A's and the Toronto Blue Jays as we've got 969-970 on the betting board. You've got the Blue Jays starting out there, Alec Manoa, and then you've got Adam Uller who's going to be going for the A's and the A's finding themselves as one of the bigger underdogs you're going to find in the Sunday card. Right now at Circle where I'm at right now, plus 216. The low water mark is at DraftKings. That's at plus $2.00. And you've got the Toronto Blue Jays 
find themselves as high as a minus 250 favorite. Most places have a nine total DraftKings. You got an eight and a half with overjuice of minus 120 there. And this is a spot in which I do think that you're going to get a relatively higher scoring game. Adam Aller, someone that wound up being at the minor league level last season and his MLB debut actually wound up coming a couple, a couple days ago when he wound up getting that start against the Tampa Bay Rays. But with Aller, I do think that he's going to come in and he's going to be able to hold down the fort. I don't think that this guy is going to be coming out there and he's going to be going guns blazing or anything like that. I don't think that this is a case in which you're going to be able to get like six strong or anything. But with that said, you take a look at all our first start of his career. Certainly did not wind up going as planned. But you take a look at the 2021 minor league stats that he wound up having. And this is someone that does a good job of being able to keep the ball in the yard. 0.7 home runs per nine innings. He only wound up giving up right around seven hits per nine as well. So does a good job of being able to not give up a lot of contact. He's got right around 10 and a half strikeouts. For nine innings at the minor league level last season. So I think that he's going to be able to do a relatively solid job here. And then for Alec Manoa, guy was absolutely lights out at home at last season and was really one of the best rookie starters that we wound up seeing last season as well. A guy that for his career is now 10 and 2. You take a look at his strikeouts per nine rate, it is a little bit north of 10. Now the walks, that is a little bit of an issue. Career three and a half walks for nine innings, but at home, a guy that has right around a 2 2 ish ERA. For his career, whenever you pitches at Toronto. So that's going to be a little bit of an issue for the Oakland A's. And the A's, they don't necessarily have those flashy names that you take a look at and you're like, oh boy, we've got Matt Olson. No, we don't have Matt Olson. Matt Chapman, yeah, he's gone. But Matt Chapman, not necessarily a big downgrade with regards to the lineup. You take a look at his bat and it was absolutely terrible last season. And you've got guys I like. Sean Murphy has already given the team multiple homers. He's someone that is able to give you a professional iPad. He does a good job. Find the dish. You take a look at Elvis Andrews, for instance. He was just incredibly unlucky last season in terms of actual batting average versus expected batting average. He wound up having one of the just most unlucky seasons of anyone in Major League Baseball in 2021. Sam Noisy has come over from the LA Dodgers. He's done a good job of being a reach base for the team. And then with the Toronto Blue Jays, it's been a little bit of a feast or famine lineup. That girl Jr. is on his part. Five home runs already this season, Bobachette. He's currently inning below the Mendoza line of 200, though. The catcher spot in general has been a little bit rough for this team. Now, you've got to love what you're able to get out of guys like a Lourdes Gurriel who's able to get on base for you, but talking about Matt Jam and the fact that he's not as much of a loss with regards to bat for the Oakland A's, and he's on the Toronto Blue Jays, hitting a whopping 222. Now, Chapman, one of the best defenders, a platinum glove winner for that, but you take a look at what he's able to do with regards to the bat, little bit of a liability there, and with the Toronto Blue Jays, they did wind up having to burn through their bullpen yesterday as you wind up having Trent Thornton wind up throwing a pair of innings. Yimi Garcia, Julian Merriweather, they were used for 20-plus pitches. So now you're going to be probably looking to Adam Sinberg to be able to come in and hold down the fort for the team. Meanwhile, for the Oakland A's, Deolis Carrera is currently on the fold. That hurts them, but A.J. Puck is someone that I like with his upside. He's able to give you multiple innings out of the bullpen, and I do think that you're probably going to need them with Haller. I don't think that he's necessarily going to be lending a very long start in this one, but I do think that the Oakland A's being once again disrespected here. It's a case in which the Oakland A's just wind up being able to find these diamonds in the rough every single year, and I do think that there is a little bit of something when it comes to Major League Baseball. Just taking a look at these teams that year in and year out, they always overachieve. Thus far, the Oakland A's have overachieved. I'm going to be back on them once again, getting north of $2. That's calling my name, and I do think that it's a case in which 
I think that the Oakland A's are going to be able to get to Manoa. I think that Oller is going to be able to give a, a couple too many walks himself. I think that you do wind up having a few deep flies in this game with a pair of bullpens that they are a little bit more tired right now. Set my total at a 9.4, so I'm looking over, and I'm going to be taking a look at the Oakland A's getting another big plus price. When it comes to the American League East, the Yankees and the Orioles are going to be doing battle as well as the Yankees are going to be looking to take this series in general as we've got 965, 966 on the betting board. Nestor Cortez is going to be going for the Yankees and Bruce Zimmerman with two ends on the end of Zimmerman going to be going for the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles are finding themselves as an underdog between plus 158 and plus 168. And with the Yankees, they opened up a minus 195 favor. We've seen a dip here. DraftKings has them at minus 190. That's really the high mark. Seeing them as low as minus 172 in the market as well. And I'm going to be willing to take a shot on the Yankees run line in this spot. Yankees run line in a lot of places. I'm finding this right around about a minus 110 to a minus 115. I was willing to lay more like a minus 130 because it's an Orioles team that they just have one of the worst bullpens that you're ever going to see. I wanted mentioning it a little bit earlier, the fact that the Orioles bullpen wanted giving up all five of the runs that the Yankees wanted plating on Saturday. And it's a Yankees bunch that they're able to explode at any given time. You bring in Josh Donaldson, he's a good power bat. He, Anthony Rizzo, John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, all these guys you've got to expect hit at least a 260 with 25 plus home runs this year. I intentionally left out Joey Gallo because Joey Gallo is going to be able to get those home runs, but the guy that might wind up hitting at the Mendoza line of 200 for the season as well. And then you take a look at the Baltimore Orioles. They have yet to play a game over the total this season, which I find intriguing because they do have that bullpen. That is so terrible, but you do take a look at the Orioles and but a case in which the starting pitching for this team has been halfway decent. You even take a look at Bruce Zimmerman in his first start, which he wound up having against the Milwaukee Brewers. He went scoreless, so he was able to do a solid job, wound up being able to hold down the fourth there and Take a look at what he wanted doing last season. I do think that if there was a beneficiary of the ballpark dimensions being changed around to Baltimore a little bit more, you wound up having left field get pushed back a little bit. It is Zimmerman because he wanted making seven total appearances in Baltimore last season, 34 and two-thirds innings, wound up giving up nine home runs. And despite that, just a 389 ERA. So he was pretty much giving up a home run or he was giving up nothing whatsoever. So I do think that that is going to be able to help him out, but I do think that going up against this Yankees lineup and being backed up by guys like Paul Fry, Felix Bautista, Cionel Perez, I mean, just really, really bad relief options, that's going to be hurting them, and this is a Yankees team that they're currently in the top three with regards to bullpen ERA. Rollins Chapman is a guy that you just cannot trust in at this point. His walks per nine rate ever since June 10th of last year, that is 7.6, and in that time span, he's got a north of 5 ERA. So over a more than one hour game span, he has been just absolutely terrible. But with that said, you still have Jonathan Luizga. He's able to give you multiple innings. He's able to be a very good reliever for the team. Heck, even Wandy Peralta has been able to give you solid innings. Chad Green, you know what to expect there. So I do think that the Yankees do have some solid value here on the run line. As for Cortez, a little bit of a well-traveled gentleman that... Last season, wound up posting up right around three ERA. Wound up beginning his season as a long relief option. Wound up being able to be stretched out as a starter. Did a solid job in that role. A guy that really home to road. He's a little bit better at home, but doesn't necessarily have demonstrative splits. So I'm going to take a run line here with the Yankees. And despite the fact that we have not seen it over all season long with regards to Baltimore Orioles, I think that this is the time because I do think that the bullpen of the Orioles really gives it up in this spot. I do think that Zimmerman 
his home run factor or his home run tendencies wind up popping up in this game. So going to be taking a look at an over and we're going to be taking a look at the New York Yankees and we're also going to be taking a look at another team out there in the American League East. That would be the Boston Red Sox. They're going to be playing us to the Minnesota Twins. This is 967, 968 on the betting board. Twins currently finding themselves as a slight underdog in this spot. We're going to be finding them as good as plus 103. I'm currently seeing that at circa as bad as really a minus 105. And when it comes to the Boston Red Sox, you're finding them anywhere between about a minus 110 to a minus 125, which you're finding at DraftKings. Then your total on this game is nine and a half with the over and under anywhere between minus 105 and minus 115. And when it comes to Michael Walker, it's just a case in which he's done a good job of, ironically enough, working on his walks issue. But this was a case in which I was pretty much going to be able to ride with whoever wanted to becoming the underdog. Now that we are seeing these plus prices propping up with the Minnesota Twins, I'm going to be willing to take a shot. Bailey over, someone that does give up a little bit too much hard contact, right around 1.8 home runs per nine innings, but does a solid job of not necessarily giving out a lot of walks towards back half last season was able to be solid as well now when it comes to minnesota twins they're going to need to get byron buxton going he is someone that at the top of the lineup is absolutely massive for this team a guy that already has three home runs for the season wanted missing the game yesterday so you want to be checking in on his status but with the boston red sox certainly a solid lineup for the team but they've had to use up quite a few bullpen pieces including garrett woodlock for two and a third innings on Saturday as well. So that is going to be a little bit of an issue on the Twins. They did a good job of being able to avoid using too much of their bullpen despite that Sonny Gray injury. So now that you're getting plus prices here with the Minnesota Twins, going to be able to ride with that. That might total at 9.7. So looking at a nine and a half over as well. And coming up next, we're going to be talking to John Von Tobel about what we're seeing in the NBA postseason right here on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indul- your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And it's great to be joined by our guest as this band is the NBA ace that we've got over here at Visa and does a great job taking a look at it all. And you're able to catch his podcast slash show, Hardwood Handicappers on the network as well. To be able to follow John Montoval on Twitter, that is at me, JVT. And John, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me, buddy. Playoffs are underway. It's an exciting time. I, I, I couldn't take myself away from the TV today. It was awesome watching playoff basketball. It absolutely is. Four great games today, and we're going to have four great games tomorrow as well. But taking a look at the games that we wound up getting today, was there how big was the shock to you that we wound up seeing the Minnesota Timberwolves not just win game one against the Memphis Grizzlies, but do it in the way that they did? Because this was a game in which the Timberwolves really were able to put a hurting on them late. You know, I, I wasn't entirely surprised, Greg. I was actually more surprised by the pre-game one consensus that Memphis was going to roll by the masses. Uh, I was on Minnesota today catching the points, and you know, I, I think it was forgotten that these two teams, they split a four-game set earlier this year. It was Minnesota who came out of that four-game set uh, with a plus-nine or plus-eight net rating. You know, Minnesota played them very well, and these are two teams that are somewhat similarly built, too. Right? They're, they're young, they're athletic, they like to get up and down the court. I heard some of the commentary like, hey, this is Memphis pace. This is what they want to play at. You know, Minnesota was a top five team in terms of transition and pace as well. So, you know, I think there's a couple of things that stuck out to me in that matchup. One, the mismatch that is Carl Anthony Towns and Steven Adams was pretty shocking, at least like how much that was in favor of Carl Anthony Towns. Towns abused him on a lot of those possessions. Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. was in foul trouble throughout the game. Uh, so maybe him being able to play a few more minutes and not having to sit on the bench for a good chunk of the contest is going to change things for Memphis as they move forward. But that was a pretty shocking mismatch. And also that, hey, man, Anthony Edwards is kind of good. <laughs> like, like there's, there's not really many answers for a guy like that who can score in all three areas of the floor, is uber athletic and run and can sprint. So, like, I still, obviously, Memphis still about a $1.25 favorite. They deserve to be favored still, even though they don't have home court anymore. I still, I picked this game series to go seven, and I still feel that way. Uh, but I think we got to realize, like, the collective we – Minnesota's a pretty good team, and I think they're going to give Memphis a little bit of a tough series here in the first round. Yep, and when you got two of the last seven number one overall picks in your starting five, you know what? That's pretty solid as well. And just taking a look at Carl Anthony Towns, I don't know if you're in lockstep with me on this, but 
if Carl Anthony Towns did not wind up playing in the state of Minnesota, I think we'd be looking at him in much higher regard. A guy that wound up having a 60-point performance a few weeks ago. I just think that this is a case in which Carl Anthony Towns is actually one of the best players in the NBA. We just don't talk about him too much because of the market that he plays in. Uh, the market are, are winning, right? I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo plays in Milwaukee. No offense to your Milwaukee Bucks, uh, don't take it. right? But we still, we, but we still, you know, to speak of Giannis as one of the best players in the NBA. Why? Because they win games. Because each of the last what four seasons now, they've been one of the best teams in the NBA, and he still plays in the in, in Milwaukee. So I think you're right to a certain extent. Look, Minnesota. There's a reason they celebrated the other night when they won that play-in game, right? This is a stick franchise that has been mired. Uh, and just you know mediocrity for a really long time, and making it this far, getting a playoff win in Game One of this series against the darling Memphis Grizzlies, uh, th- this is a really big moment for that franchise, that team, and for Carl Anthony Towns. And to your point, like many people who probably don't watch Carl Anthony Towns a lot, they get on prime time, and he just has a just a popcorn part of a performance against the Los Angeles Clippers that fouls out, doesn't play very well, but this was his coming out party. It was a fantastic performance for him and from like that legacy standpoint that you're talking about. It was a really big day for him today. So we'll see again. Jaron Jackson Jr. only played 24 minutes. That's pretty big for them. If, he, if he's playing a little bit more, I'm interested to see what that looks like now when he's getting to match up with them a little bit more frequently. And seven blocks for Jaron Jackson Jr. as well. So he yeah. did a very solid job down low. And when it comes to the Toronto Raptors, not a solid job by them against the 76ers. They wind up getting blown out by 20 points. But I also think bigger than that as well. Scotty Barnes wound up going out of this game late. He's being evaluated with x-rays. And I think that if he winds up being out of the fold, it'll just cause a little bit of a doomsday case for the Raptors. I think people were maybe a little bit too sour on the 76ers coming in. I don't think that they're going to be winning the title or anything like that. But them being picked by so many people to not have a good series here against the Raptors. I thought that was a little bit too far, but how big is Scotty Barnes to this Raptors team? Because I feel like without him, it's just really going to be a clobbering by the 76ers. Yeah. And no, I was one of those two, by the way, I got to say uh, Raptors plus 165 ticket to win the series. And, and I will say this, you know, I amazed our, our colleague, Tim Murray with my patience last year when he came to betting NBA series, right? The best of seven for a reason. Uh, you play these out in the for uh, for a reason. So we'll see how this series plays out. Same thing with the one we were just talking about. But to your point about Scotty Barnes, uh, the reason why that's so big outside of Barnes just being a really good player, uh, this is not a this is not a really deep Raptors team, at least in terms of the rotation, right? I mean, if you look at just today, for example, uh, there was a bunch of guys that got in the game, but the only reason they got in the game is because the game got out of hand and Scotty Barnes got injured. But you're talking about a seven man rotation at best. Uh, that Nick Nurse wanted to roll out there for the Toronto Raptors. But because this really got uh, lopsided, then you had a whole bunch of dudes hitting the floor. But the fact that Scotty Barnes isn't going to be available, that's massive. Because now you're looking around this roster and you're looking for, all right, like who's going to take these minutes at small forward? Is it, is it Yuta Watanabe? Is it, uh, right, is it going to be uh, more uh, minutes for Young? Is it like, how do you factor in now it's going to be a different rotation with Barnes not being available potentially. So that's the, that's the big blow for me. Barnes is extremely important, but his importance is there in his availability on top of being an amazing player. And now that this rotation is going to be even more shortened than it already is, that's a really big problem. And I will say this today too, about the 76ers. It was kind of weird. Like they came into today and they were running up and down the floor, Greg, they're like, they're scoring in transition They're even though they're a really slow team, like, it was one of their best. I think it was actually statistically their best individual game offensive rating of the season as well. Um, Tyrese Maxey was absolutely incredible. So uh, this is a really good performance. Everything was perfect for the 76ers. They shot 50% from three and Barnes got injured. 
I'm fascinated to see what one of the best defensive masterminds in the NBA at this point right now, Nick Nurse, has cooked up for the next game. Yep, and the one positive that you do wind up having, if we don't wind up seeing more Scotty Barnes, you got to figure that that's going to mean more Chris Boucher and his nickname back yep. while he was at Oregon, this water boy. So we all win when we are able to say that. But with that said, take a look at everything that we've got for Sunday. And we've got a couple bigger spreads on the board. Obviously, the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns find themselves both as double-digit favorites. Bucks more around a 10-point favorite. Phoenix Suns right around a 10.5-point favorite. I don't think that we're going to necessarily see an upset there. But what I think is going to be the most intriguing game of the day is going to be the Nets versus the Celtics game. Celtics find themselves a four-point favorite. Celtics, last two times they faced off against the Nets, had relatively good performances. They've been able to put up 120 consistently against this Nets team. I like the Celtics to be able to win the series personally. I think that the Celtics, even without the Time Lord, they're going to be able to do a little bit of a better job defensively. I'm not sure what your take is on the game slash the series, but I take a look at the Boston Celtics, and I think that there's a lot for Jason Chatham to be able to, to, be able to improve. And when it comes to the Nets, I just need to see someone other than Irving and Durant be able to step up for the team. No, I agree with all of your points there. I mean, when it, when it comes to Boston, first off, you know, like if I were to just ask you, who do you trust more in, in crunch time to get a stop? It's going to be the Boston Celtics. It should be the answer there. And I think if you're playing devil's advocate against the point of Boston, it is that Kevin Durant has played them extremely well. Uh, he averaged about 30 points against him in the first round last year on about 54% shooting. They don't really have like a physical body to match up with him, especially with Williams not being out there. But having said that, look, him and Kyrie Irving had to each play 42 minutes to eliminate the Cavaliers, and they didn't even cover that game. Uh, they, we talk about depth and rotation. Their offense, Brooklyn, and their team overall just focuses and relies on those two guys. And when they aren't playing well or if they're not going to be on the floor, it's kind of an adventure for Brooklyn. Look at again at that, that play-in game. When KD was off the floor, they got outscored by nine points by the Killian Cavaliers. Now, you got to contain Jason Tatum, who's really coming to his own as a scorer. So I would agree with all of your sentiments when it comes to this series. And tomorrow's interesting, too. So we're looking at like four. I got four on my screen right now in front of me. Uh, and, and what's interesting about it, Greg, is we have seen so far that the market has really ratcheted up, like ratcheted up the home court for the playoffs. And rightfully so. You should probably strengthen it a little bit in the postseason, not by much. Uh, for those who don't know, home court this year was worth under two points. And yet here we are in this game. When they met in Boston about a month ago, it was Boston minus six. And yet here we are in Boston again. And this one's minus four with two teams with a similar makeup. So I'm really interested that the market here, it believes in Boston to a certain extent. It believed it in the regular season. But now all of a sudden, in a game that I actually covered last time out, uh, this line is two points shorter because it's the playoffs, I guess. Uh, but Boston's extremely live in this series. I think they're going to win it as well. And I think you're going to see the shortcomings of being reliant on two dudes and not having a very good defense. That would be the Brooklyn Nets who are going to have those issues. We are in agreement on that. And John, we've got about 45 seconds remaining. Anything else that you're looking at with regards to a betting perspective for Sunday in the NBA? Then tomorrow, Atlanta, the morning game in Miami, just to put it quickly, you know, we didn't see much consistency in the roster for both of these teams. Capella missed two games. Butler missed two games. They had a bio missed two. So I'm really interested to see how Trey Young is going to pick on some of the weak links in that lineup when it's, you know, one of the shooters, Hero, Robinson, Shrews, because he's going to do a really good job of it. Did a marking in the elimination game. They'll hunt mismatches. And I think this is going to be a competitive series. And I'd be interested in the Hawks tomorrow morning. Yep, and Kevin Herter has really been lighting it up from three-point range last month or so of the season as well. A, a man that always lights it up. That would be John Von Tobel. Does a great job as our NBA guru over here at VSIN. And John, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, man. 
John does absolutely tremendous work on the NBA front. Always brings it whenever he's on this network. And coming up next, going to look at some baseball for Sunday right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The NFL Draft is right here in Lovey, Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, who you all know his great work over here at the network, Michael Lombardi, who's a former NFL GM. They're going to be given their draft analysis. Plus, you've got Visa Notes, Mike Pritchard, who's a former first-round pick, a former second-round pick in Sean King, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback in his right as well. We'll give you insights on what you're able to bet on as well. You've also got legendary sports broadcaster and current voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brett Musburger. He's going to be giving his draft bets bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. You're going to be able to get all of this if you sign up today for full access to Visa through the end of the NFL Draft. That is for just $19. That is at vcin.com slash spring. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience. And big thanks to John Von Tobel. He does a great job over here at the network. Our main NBA guy joined me in the last segment where it was able to get some great takeaways from what we wound up seeing in Saturday. And we're able to turn it forward to Sunday as well. So big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. And we've currently got one MLB game that is in progress. Final two segments here. Going to take a look at what IL like on the MLB board for Sunday. But we do have one game right now. If you're looking to jump in live, well, don't have a lot of live opportunities aside really on the total. But 5-0, to zero, Dodgers are currently in the lead on the Cincinnati Reds. If you're thinking, boy, this game was 0-0 not too long ago. Well, you'd be right because this game was 0-0 zero zero after 5. Dodgers wind up exploding for four runs in the sixth inning as Hunter Green, good up-and-coming pitcher, for the Reds, winds up giving up two runs in five and a third innings. Did wind up allowing a home run to Trey Turner. That wound up breaking the seal. And then Buck Farmer from there wound up giving up a, a run of his own. So the Reds bullpen not necessarily doing their part. But the Reds, they do have a man on first. As we're right now in the top of the eighth inning. With this game being five to zero. But with that said, let's take a look at what we're going to be getting in the MLB on Sunday. And it's going to be getting started early out there. In the city of Pittsburgh, as we walk the plank to 951, 952 on the betting board, and a pair of struggling veterans are going to be looking to be able to find their own, as Patrick Corbin is going to be going for the Washington Nationals in this one, and Jose Quintana is going to be on the bump for the Pirates. Pirates open up right around a plus 120 underdog, and we have seen a very stark move on this one. You're now finding them in a lot of spots as bad as a minus 105, as good as a plus 106, and with the Washington Nationals, they went from being a minus 140 favorite to being more around a minus 109 to a minus 115 with your total at eight and a half. And when it comes to it, at minus 110, it's a little bit too lofty for me to be able to lay it with the Washington Nationals. But I set this at a minus 107. You are getting a really good value earlier in the day on the Pittsburgh Pirates because you are finding them in a lot of spots right around about a plus one. 15, a plus 120, and that was a buy for me on Jose Quintana, someone who last year was just not good to say the least with the LA Angels, wound up having a 6.75 ERA, but first start of the season allows one run in five innings. Really looked like the Jose Quintana that we wound up seeing with the Chicago Cubs, and you take a look at Patrick Corbin, and he wound up adding velocity to his fastball 
last season. And after adding velocity to his fastball, he wound up having the exact opposite effect you would typically expect. He wound up having just a complete turn of a season, having a 582 ERA, and it hasn't gotten any better this year. He has not given up a home run all season, but in his two starts, six and two-thirds innings, he's given up eight runs. Since the beginning part of last season, he has nine and 18, boasting up just an absolutely cataclysmically bad ERA of a 601. He's been a little bit unlucky, but still, the fielding independent is still 534. The case in which he just keeps getting banged around like a pinata. He's given up over 10 hits per nine innings. His strikeouts per nine, that has actually fallen. Ever since he's gotten more velocity on his fastball and it has just not been going well for him. And then he's going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates lineup that Yoshi Satsugo, Ben Gamble, they're looking to get pretty much leases on their career, trying to be able to refine a little bit of something. Brian Reynolds, he wound up hitting a 300 last season, but this is a Pirates team that they're able to do a solid job and be able to get on base with something like a Cabrian Ace. At the top of the lineup, they need to find a little bit more power, but they do have guys that they're able to do a good job of being able to put back to ball, and that's a Patrick Corbin special with the way that he's been giving up hits. And then take a look at the Washington Nationals. This is a team that they're able to hit for power. Josh Bell, last year at 27 home runs. Nelson Cruz, he wound up having north of 30 of them. Bell already has multiple home runs. This season, Juan Soto, he's got a trio of home runs himself. Juan Soto, the betting favorite to be able to win MVP this season. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do so just because it's going to be a long year for the Washington Nationals, but you certainly have a great player in him. But you take a look at these bullpens, and it's not like the Pittsburgh Pirates are going out there and they've got the greatest bullpen of all time or anything like that, but David Bernard is able to give you some good innings. Maybe deal with an injury to Dwayne Underwood Jr., but even with that, Chris Strain is able to come in. He's able to hold down the Ford and Tanner Rainey last year. Was right now the closer of the Washington Nationals. He had a 734 ERA last season. I recognize that he should be a little bit better this season, and he showed himself to be a little bit better a few years ago, but can't rely upon him. Kyle Finnegan wound up getting used up yesterday, and he's just not good in general, so that's a little bit of an issue for the team. Sean Doolittle, well, at his advanced age, he's doing very little for this team. Austin Voth is someone that they're trying to turn into a reliever. It's not going well for them, so it's a case in which I wound up taking the Pittsburgh Pirates a little bit earlier in the day. We've seen a little bit of a move here, but even at like a minus 110, minus 120, I would not want to be taking a look at the Pirates whatsoever because I think that both of these old veteran pitchers are going to be giving up some runs. I did mind them saying my total at an 8.8. And if you're looking at the run line in this spot, you're going to be finding the Nationals anywhere between plus 135 and plus 140 on the run line. That's not something that you do want to be taking. I would need to see a little bit more of a dip with regards to the Pirates run line to be able to entertain this. So at this point, with regards to the Pirates, I would say this would be a little bit more wait and see mode at this point, just because line has moved by north of 20 cents at this point. So see if you wind up getting this back in the middle where they're more like a plus 110, something like that. Then you're able to buy back in on the Pittsburgh Pirates. But certainly, unless we wind up seeing this continue to get pile drive down, not going to be taking a look at the Nationals. And with this total, I wound up setting mine at an 8.8. So looking at an 8.5 over here in this spot. Also got an early game going on between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the New York Mets. How about this great name? David Peterson is going to be going for the Mets. We like Peterson's on this show. And Humberto Casiano's going to be going for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Total on this game is 8.5. And, and you're finding the Mets in between a minus 180 and a minus 180 favorite. Meanwhile, with the Arizona Diamondbacks, going to be getting them anywhere between plus 160 and plus 167 and 
a rarity wound up happening on Saturday. The Diamondbacks won a baseball game, and they actually wound up being able to hit as a collective north of the Mendoza line of 200. They entered into Saturday hitting a buck 35 as a collective. Their 9 to 36 performance put them to a buck 53 for the season. So, hooray for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but man, this is a brutal team. And I'm going to be taking a look at an over in this spot just because it's a Diamondbacks bullpen that is so bad that it's just absolutely cataclysmic. You take a look at Mark Melanson along with Oliver Perez. It's as if they're it's as if they're just trying to find whatever old closer was good like 10 years ago. And they're like, all right, we're going to throw these guys out there as both of these guys are the 38 years old. So they're pretty much running a senior citizen center out there with regards to the bullpen. But I mean, outside of them, Nair Ramirez, he's not able to give you Oleg Flat at anything whatsoever. You're looking to someone like a Sean Pop and be able to give you an J.B. Wendelkin is actually someone that I like, but man, this is not necessarily great. And for the Mets, their bullpen is not necessarily tremendous either. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. They wind up losing Aaron Loop. They lose Jurisic Familia, Miguel Castro out there in the offseason. So that leaves you with a lot of bare bones with regards to this team. Seth Lugo has not looked solid thus far this season. Edwin Diaz, he's always been a little bit all over the place. But take a look at this Mets lineup. They're hitting about a 268 as a collective. And Pete Alonso, he, along with Starling Marte, Francisco Lindor, and Brandon Nimmo, all multiple home runs for you. Pete Alonso led the league in home runs on the road last season. This is a little bit more of a pitcher-friendly ballpark, but a guy that's really able to supply the boom wherever he winds up going. You've also got a guy in Jeff McNeil that's hitting well above a three right now. Marte is one of the best base sealers that you're able to find in all of baseball as well. And for the years and the Diamondbacks, I just have a feeling that we're going to see a relatively bad start out of Humberto Cassianos because Here's the thing that the Arizona Diamondbacks do that make them so awful. They wind up throwing Humberto Casianos in the beginning of the season out there in the bullpen. That's fine. You put him in the bullpen. If you need him as a starter, you're able to adjust. You're able to give him a little bit of ramp-up time. And you know what? That's perfectly fine. If you've ever heard Josh Showers talk about this on the network, you pretty much get one go of it to turn a reliever into a starter or vice versa, a starter into a reliever. But the Arizona Diamondbacks, they just continue to do this with these guys. They toy with them, and they're just like, Humberto Casianos, one week you're a starter. Now you're going to be a reliever. Next week you're going to be a starter. Next week you're going to be a reliever. And with regards to being a starter versus a reliever, the way that you wind up preparing, the way that you wind up training is so vastly different because when you're a starter, you go once every five days, you go through your normal rotation, and when you're out there in the bullpen, you have to be pretty much a minute man, ready for anything, but you're giving short bursts. It's like trying to be a runner and training for a marathon, and all of a sudden you have to run the 100-meter dash. That's exactly what the years of the Diamondbacks are doing. There's no taking them in this spot. I'm going to be looking at the run line of the New York Mets because the Arizona of the Diamondbacks incompetence is once again killing them. So there's my manifesto on the years of the Diamondbacks. And coming up in the final segment, I'm going to look at my DK Nation pick for baseball on Saturday right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get your edge this playoff season with Body Armor Edge Basketball Throwdown. Join for free, free for four free-to-play fantasy hoops contests and play for a chance to be able to win your share of $20,000 in total cash prizes while the action unfolds on the court. Head over to DraftKings.com slash Body Armor Edge altogether now to be able to draft your best lineup and find out how you'll be able to outlast the competition. Body Armor, more than a sports string. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details as it is the final segment right here of the Greg Peterson Experience. And what we're experiencing right now is baseball for Saturday coming to an end. As you take a look at it, we've got one game that's still remaining. That would be the Cincinnati Reds and the LA Dodgers. Dodgers still up by kind of 5-0. to zero. They get out of the eighth inning unscathed. So unless if the Cincinnati Reds really have a run in them, it looks like we're going to be seeing the Dodgers being able to get the job done most likely on the run line. And when you take a look at what we're going to be getting in that Sunday game for the Dodgers and Reds, I do think that it's an interesting one. This is 961-962 on the betting board. Tyler Molly is going to be gone for the Cincinnati Reds, and Andrew Heaney's on the bump for the Dodgers and the Dodgers find themselves very sizable favorites. Anywhere between minus 185 and minus 190, while your plus price on the Reds at minimum plus 160, seeing as high as north of a plus 170 as well. And this just does not make sense to me. I recognize that this is a Reds lineup that they're currently getting shut out. You know what is a good way to be able to help out a struggling offense? So 
Have them go up against Andrew Heaney, who had a 583 ERA last season. Andrew Heaney, he's got potential. I mean, the stuff is actually there with Andrew Heaney, but he just has never been able to put it together. And I just still remember in that Field of Dreams game last season that we wound up seeing that great spectacle. He made many hitters' dreams come true with the way that he was giving up home runs. I mean, he just wound up doing it all season long as he wound up giving up during the entirety of the 2021 season. Two home runs per nine innings. He was able to get nine or ten and a half strikeouts per nine innings, but guy that just wound up having a cataclysmically bad season. He was bad with the Los Angeles Angels. He was worse with the New York Yankees. And just for his career, a 469 ERA gives up a lot of long balls. The strikeout numbers are certainly there, but man, it's rough to say the least. And for the Reds, it's not like this is a team of world beaters on offense, but you do have someone like a Taylor Naquin who's able to get on base for you when it comes to what you're able to get out of more of the power bats. Many of those did wind up getting shipped away in the offseason. Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez being out of the fold. That is tough, but Joey Vato, we wound up seeing him in the second half of the season. Wind up putting up 20 home runs. Been a little bit of a rough go of it from this season, but I do think that he is going to be able to find it, and I do think that he is going to be able to improve. And you do take a look at this Reds bullpen, and they did wind up being able to save a lot of their, I guess you call them more solid arms for this game. Tony Santian, someone's able to come in out of the bullpen. He saw Luis Sessa as well, and Tyler Molly. Ever since the beginning of the 2021 season, Rodi RA is hovering right around at 2-2. This guy is absolutely dominant away from Cincinnati. Less than a half a home run every nine innings. So he is able to come in. He's able to do his part now. He's going up against the Death Star. That is the LA Dodgers. I mean, you take a look at it. Justin Turner, Trey Turner, Will Smith. You're able to throw in there Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, Chris Taylor. All these guys at the end of the year are probably going to hit for at least a 260 with 20 home runs. And I mean, even some of the undersides, Gavin Lux, right now is a 450 on base for this team. Cody Bellinger is starting to find it as well. He's now got a 394 on base. We all know what he's capable of when he's firing all cylinders. That's going to be tough. And for Tommy Pham, he's literally hitting a zero right now. I mean, he has not gotten ahead all season long, but just take a look at Tyler Molly. I think that he is going to do a solid job against a solid LA Dodgers team. And they are going to be stymied. The Dodgers are by him. And I take a look at the Dodgers, or I take a look at the Reds. They're struggling best. Get it. The ultimate gift going up against Andrew Heaney. Now, bullpen of the Dodgers, very solid. We've even seen guys like Phil Bickford, Justin Brule, when they were trotted out there last season, be able to do a solid job with his team. Bill Bickford, I believe that he's dealing with a little bit of an injury right now. That's I'm a little bit hampered, but that said, I do think that this is a case in which this is just too overinflated on the LA Dodgers. I'm going to be willing to take a plus price here with the Reds. Set my line more around a plus 142, and did wind up saying my total at a 9.2. I do think that the Dodgers are still going to be able to get to Molly a little bit, but I think that this is exactly what the Reds need to be able to get online with their offense. So looking at it over, and I'm going to be taking a look at the Cincinnati Reds. And then I want to mention this last hour, but DK Nation pick is actually going to be on Sunday Night Baseball. It's 963, 964 on the bang board. Atlanta Braves on the road against the San Diego Padres. Padres are finding themselves as a favorite in a lot of places right around a minus 124 to a minus 130. DraftKings, we're seeing the high mark of a minus 135. And total in a lot of places, you're finding it at an 8, seeing a straight 7.5 out there as well. And when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, Bryce Elder, someone who wound up being able to get a win in his first career start against Washington Nationals. But a lot of that was because he wound up getting 16 runs of support. And I don't think that you, Darvish, is going to do what he wound up doing in his last start. That was going up against the San Francisco Giants and getting tattooed. 
Didn't make it out of the second inning. Wound up giving up nine runs. Cataclysmically bad start for a guy who traditionally has been solid. Now, ever since the All-Star break of 2021, it has not been great for you, Darvish, but still a guy that, for his career, able to give you a bunch of strikeouts. Does a solid job of being able to keep the ball in the yard. And even with his terrible end of the season last year, he still had a home ERA that was right around a 3-4. Meanwhile, his road ERA was nearly two points higher. So you've got some very demonstrative splits there. You've got a Padres team that you still have some good measures for this team. Eric Hosmer here at the beginning part of the season. He's been able to do a solid job of being reach base. Manny Machado hasn't necessarily been able to hit for home runs, but has been able to hit for some solid average. You've had Drix and Profar actually be the team's top hitter with regards to home runs with three. So he's been able to find it. You need Luke Voigt to be able to step up for you. Catcher spot has been a little bit rough. And for the Atlanta Braves, you've got Matt Olson who's come over from Oakland and he has been just tremendous for this team to this point. A 412 batting average. He's been able to give the team a pair of home runs. You've got Ozzy Elbies, who's already went deep four times this season. Austin Riley has a 400 on base. But also take a look at the Padres. And they did Darvish a bit of a service on Saturday. They had Nabil Crisman wind up eating the final three innings of the game. So that means that a lot of the bullpen pieces, like Pierce Johnson, like Austin Adams, you're able to go down the list. They're going to be available for the Padres in this game. And for the Atlanta Braves, they did a solid job. Being able to save quite a few of their bullets as well. Tyler Mazzik, AJ Minter, they did not wind up pitching on Saturday, so they should be good to go in this one as well. Darren O'Day is someone that is a little bit longer in the tooth, but he's able to give you some solid innings as well. But I do take a look at this Padres team, and I think that they should be able to jump on the rookie elder who he's going to be making the second start of his career. Sunday Night Baseball, very big spot. I think that it might be a little bit tough for him, and we have seen in Sunday Night Baseball, Darn near north of 65% of favorites ever since beginning of the 2021 season have wound up getting the win. Sunday baseball is actually the best site to be able to take a look at favorites slash, I guess you call it spot for favorites as well. So I do think that there is a little bit of something to it. I expect a nice bounce back here for you, Darvish. Was willing to lay up to a minus 148 here with the Padres. So the DK Nation pick is on the Padres. And I did wind up setting the sold at 8.6. Darvish has been struggling a little bit. No doubt the Atlanta Braves, very solid with the bat, but. You think that Bryce Elder is going to be the guy that winds up helping this 7.5 stay under? I certainly don't think so. So I'm looking at it over, and I'm going to be taking a look at the San Diego Padres. And then before we wind up getting out, we've got to hit on what we're going to be getting in Astros versus Mariners. This is 977-978 on the main board. Jose Urquidy is going to be going for the Astros, and Matt Brash is going to be going for the Seattle Mariners. Total on this game is 8 with the Astros finding themselves a very slight favorite. DraftKings currently has this as a minus one twenty five. Seeing a lot of minus 115-ishes in a lot of spots as well. And with the Astros, I personally want him saying them as minus 131 favorite. With Jose Urquidy, he does a very good job of being able to save within himself. 1.7 walks per nine innings. So he doesn't wind up committing any sort of bad mistakes that are going to be necessarily costing him. Then you take a look at the flip side for Matt Brash. He wound up looking relatively solid. In his first career start, and with Brash, the big thing for him is going to be keeping down the walks because this kid has absolutely electrifying stuff. You take a look at what he wound up doing in the minor leagues last season. Between double A and high A baseball, he wound up having 13.1 strikeouts per nine innings. Problem is, he didn't even really pitch at the triple A level at all last season. So this is a guy that comes in having only pitched really high A and double A baseball. So that is a little bit of an issue. He does wind up walking a lot of guys as well at that level. Four and a half walks per nine innings. Now he has to go up against a Houston Astros team that they're always number one in the league in terms of fewest strikeouts per at-bat. They do a great job 
will be able to make all their at-bats wind up counting. You've got Alex Bregman, who's off to a solid start this season. Jose Altuve has been a little bit cold, but you know that he's going to be able to pick it up. And then you got so many star-studded guys out there in the outfield. Even with the injuries, you've still got Chaz McCormick, Jose Siri. You're able to throw in there Kyle Tucker. All these young guys that they come up to the plate, and they're ready to mash. And then you take a look at what you're able to get out of the Seattle Mariners, and it's a team that's sitting right around 210 as a collective. They're going to be without Mitch Hanniger. He's currently on the COVID-19 IL, and the same goes for Yadon Alvarez on the flip side for the Houston Astros, but this is a Mariners team that they've had a tough time being able to put back to ball. It's fair to say that perhaps Adam Frazier's good year last year was a little bit of a flash in the pan as well, so I'm going to be willing to lay here with the Houston Astros. Wound up setting my total at 8.6, so looking at it over as well, and maybe I you covered all throughout the day here on Sunday with regards to all the playoff action that we're going to be seeing. That is right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.